Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. June, generals, lawyers, all doom. Moralist, more boom. Econum, punka, more cool. The world awaits this. The journey begins in Accra. Prepare to witness a global spectacle. Africa's biggest theatrical venture. The second coming of Nkrumah by Latif Abubakar. Our independence is meaningless unless it's a nature of the total liberation of the African continent. Experience the fusion of captivating drama. Vibrant dances capturing the spirit of Africa. Freedom! Live at the Cry International Conference Center, 28th, 29th, and 30th of December, 2023. Two shows each day, 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. Dial star 711-star10-hush to purchase or visit theafricanfestival.com. Tickets are also available at Koala, Airport Shell, Joy FM, and Bachona Total. Call 0571-900-900 for details. The second coming of Nkroma, Africa's biggest theatrical venture, is brought to you by MNC Group Global, in partnership with Joy Entertainment and Graphic News Plus are powered by the African Festival. Christmas is here again and your CIMG Hospitality Facility of the Year, Labadi Beach Hotel, brings you the best of the season. Join us with your friends and family in the cozy Aquaba restaurant on the 24th of December, the eve of Christmas, for our barbecue lunch. On Christmas Day, December 25th, the ever-popular Winneba Youth Choir and Black Lace Band will serenade you with your favorite Christmas carols and music while you enjoy sumptuous buffet lunch and bubbly with your loved ones. Let all the December bonds gather on the 20th 6th of December for our special Boxing Day birthday lunch, celebrating in the most spectacular way with renditions of your birthday songs by Jazz and More. Our all-white New Year's Eve dinner party is your best memorable experience to end 2023 as we welcome the new year in a grand style with spectacular fireworks. Let's jam to the live performance of Black Lace Band to usher in 2024. For inquiries and reservations, please call 0302 772 401-23691. It's Christmas at Labadi Beach Hotel. Let's celebrate. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a happy new year. The luckiest. Luck is everywhere. For everyone. Dial star 712 hash. Not you could be the luckiest. Welcome to December and Joy, where the joy of Christmas lives. We kicked it off with a grand finale of the Joy FM Loyal Listener Promo, where Sarah Agbe emerged the most loyal listener of Joy FM 2023 with an all-expense-paid trip to Dubai. The Joy Christmas Hour with Doreen Andor goes live on air from the 11th through to the 22nd of December. Stay tuned for all the details. And then comes the Joy FM Festival of Nine Lessons and Carols at the Labadi Beach Hotel on the 17th of December. Make sure you get an invite. Come the 18th of December, we will bring you the festive edition of the Health and Wellness Series. You don't want to miss our special Christmas Day broadcast where hot meals will be dispatched to the homes of some families who really need it. And yes, 
We are family. I'm bad at singing, so help me. <laughs> you surely must be at the Joy FM family party in the park on the 26th of December, 2023 at the Ibri Botanical Gardens. It will be a big, joyous family affair. We have you truly covered this Christmas. Christmas is joy. And joy is Christmas. We wish you a joyous Christmas. All new close-up ever fresh. Wait, Charlie, what's new? It now has a triple fresh formula that claims protect and cools. Thanks to a powerful combination of one, a purifying gel. Two, an antibacterial mouthwash formula. Three, ice cool crystals. That claims fights up to 99% bacterial and intensely cools. Ah, fresh bread. Keeps you protected and fresh long after brushing. Close-up triple fresh formula. Claims protect and cools. Close up ever fresh. Grab yours now. This advert is FDA approved. This is where it's at. It's your action packed weekend radio. Radio means joy. It's the beat, the rhythm, the sound. This is 99.7 Joy FM. Check one, two, and two. Welcome. What's up? How are you doing? This is Andy Dusty on your radio. I'm super excited to entertain you. Here I am with the library, the much anticipated program on radio. Now, the library is a compilation of Ghanaian music producers. So here we are. Today we begin or we premiere the show with productions of David Kwamina Bolton. DKB. Yes, sir. DKB. A brief history into the program. Remember, this was just a segment. It was just a 15-minute segment on Daybreak Hits. One day, I had been invited to come play, and I was there with Prince Chaga Mekri and I've forgotten who else was there. I think, yes, Bridash. Okay. As I was working, when it was my turn to play... I played songs or productions by JQ, and that informed the library program. As I was playing songs in that direction, I realized that, oh, this is something that I can easily bring on radio. Why don't I transfer it on radio? The next day, I came on radio, and without enough preparation, I zoomed into it, checked out the history, and I started playing the songs that I lined up the previous night. And that was the birth. Of the library. So today we take a look into David Kwamina Bolton's productions. DKB. Well, the Akunfi Otiamin who was born by a Scottish father and a Ghanaian mother, came back to Ghana at the age of 17, a software developer, and has developed softwares for Melcom Ghana payroll system for the government of Ghana, software for Ghana Water Company through his company, Soft Tribe Limited. And being in operation for about 30 years, Mr. Bolton has paid about hundreds of people. And I had time to speak to him and ask him to tell me more. Folks, David Kwamina Bolton, well, as you all know, well, a family member. <laughs> I asked him to share memories. I asked him to share memories working with musicians that he produced. So that's what he had to say. Hi, this is David Bolton of DKP Productions. Now, I have some fond memories working with some of the older artists uh, who were big stars back in the time of, in the days of hip life. I remember clearly working with um, VIP. Those days, uh, Friction was still part of the group. This would have been in the early 2000s. And um, they, were, they were a very, very rowdy group. I remember coming from Nima. You can imagine all that came with them. They used to have fights in the studio over all kinds of issues of, uh, you know, both the music and then other issues like girls and all that kind of stuff. 
So a lot of the time, we we actually had to stop the sessions midway because there'll be some major fight that breaks out. <laughs> so Rush would have to uh, turn into the bouncer and uh, kick them all out of the studio and let them cool down for maybe a week or two before they would come back. But one thing about VIP is that they were so talented and they worked so well together when it came to putting together their their melodies, the hooks, and you know the the rap verses and so on. And it made it very, very um, exciting working with them. You know, we always came up with a, a good product and they always knew exactly what they wanted at the end of the day. Hmm. I said, this program will bring out Phila, eh? <laughs> so the untold stories of music producers. Well, one half of DKB, Fifi Rush, also shared his experiences. Well... Let's check out what Fifi Rush had to say. Hi, Handy. My name is Rush uh, from DKB Studios, uh, the second half of DKB Studios. Uh, my experience working with artists like VIP, Exdo, Mensa, Samini, Abrewanana, Abrafro Priki, KK Fusu, and the rest, the list goes on and on. It is great to have worked with all these most talented, smart boys, you know, who really want to strive in life and make music their career. It was very easy for me, if I can put it this way, because... I was working with a very smart guy like David Bolton, um, who happens to be somebody who has really a lot of confidence in me and stuff like that. And I've gone to different trainings. I was doing um, apprentice, you know, doing apprenticeship as a sound engineer in the UK and clearance mules in Acne. And so I was really, I went through, you know, a lot of training to become a sound engineer, you know. So working with these artists makes it more like easy for me to be able, because I know how everything is done from the scratch and professional way. So from the training that I had from England, that was the same training. I was using all those step-by-step, you know, process to do my work as a sound engineer and a recording engineer, you know. So basically I know what I was doing and, and I know how to trick things and make things work, you know, because if I'm working on an artist, I always look at their qualities and I, I always am very patient and try to get the best out of them. I don't really push them. I always get the best out of them. That's why you can you can listen to our songs and the songs that we produce really tells you that it was it was done professionally. And for me, all these artists that I mentioned, them they're very very talented artists, very 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 talented who are eager to become you know superstars. And then we did it. So for me, it is very very great and amazing to work with these artists that I just mentioned them earlier on. All right, so that's one half of DKB <laughs> Rush. That's right. Okay, folks, let's begin. You know, he had always taken inspiration from Michael Jackson. Yeah, I remember when seeing him on television and singing or doing a cover of Michael Jackson's She's Out of My Life. Now, listen to Michael Jackson's song. And I'm very sure you certainly come to tell the difference, even if there will be. Here's Michael Jackson. Listen to this. Jackson's voice right there. I remember seeing DKB on television singing She's Out of My Life. Like, Who's this imitating Michael Jackson? And he did it so well. Singing She's Out of My Life. Let's see if we can tell the difference. <laughs> well, his productions are always on point. Check this out. We're on the library. Now, I see a lot of tweets coming in. Tweet with the hashtag, the library. And on Facebook, I'm also reading your comments. Here we are on the air. Beginning, the library. She's out of my life. She's out of my life. Oh, 
And that is DKB singing She's Out of My Life. A cover from Michael Jackson's She's Out of My Life. Now, notable names DKB has worked with are Xto, Mensa, Priki, Abriwanana, and more. One artist that a lot of people heard that blew their minds away was KK Fosu. Now, let's check out how KK Fosu even met DKB. Hold on tight, I got you. I met Mr. David Bolton through my ex-manager, Mr. Charles Lawson. And I would say meeting Mr. Bolton was like a miracle in my life. The reason why I'm saying this is the fact that the record label that's supposed to bring me out were delaying. So Charles Lawson um, had this link with um, Mr. David Bolton. And um, I think he went there um, one day and my issue came up. So Mr. Bolton told him to um, bring me. And um, uh, we went. I mean, one nice day we went and, I mean, Mr. David tried me. So that is how it started. I would say that. That's what's up. Okay, so that's KK Fosu. Now, I asked him what motivated him to work with DKB. His calmness and his hard work and spirit of music motivated me. I would say that. Okay, speaking about KK Fusu, DKB also explained working with KK Fusu. KK Fusu was an artist that we actually worked with over, I think, a two-year period before we, we managed to complete an album because he was actually living with us at home where the studio was in Dansum in those days. And um, what would happen is anytime there was a free slot, we'll bring him in and we'll start working on his music. And we realized that no, he had he had a natural high life talent. He had a very unique sounding voice, and um, you know I felt that there was huge potential. And um, I think it was it was later on that Samini came and featured on the track. And um, you know the rest is history. He he managed to make a career out of it, and you know he did he did very well. He had a very good run. Alrighty, so. Here is music produced by DKB for KK Fosu Yapese. Mm. 
of KK Fusu with Yapese. Today we have a lot of education already, eh? It's the library. There's more to come. Stay with us. Yeah. Uh, great education. I went further to ask him songs that he had produced and was never satisfied with the production. Songs that he produced but never satisfied with the production. Now, you'll be shocked at the revelations coming from the duo. Fifi Rash and DKB first. Let's hear what DKB had to say. As for a song that I was never satisfied with the production, that was definitely the Mami track. Um, I just, uh, I I hate the sound quality of it. Um, another one would be um, KK Fossil's song with uh, Samini. Um, it goes, what's, what's it called? It's Suje. I, for, I forget the, t- the title. I mean, that, that was mixed too hot and mastered too too loud so it lost a lot of the character and the transience in the song but again it became a hit so it's not always about having the best pristine sound quality it's about the soul the life and the feel of the song which is important Mm. now listen to what rash also had to say the song that i never got satisfied with and it became a mega hit uh that song uh was suja suja by kk fusu among all the album like your PC, you know, Lionel, you know, he's got about very amazing songs on that album. Um, Suja Suja was a song that I think um, I wasn't so satisfied the mix that I did because uh, um, normally David and myself we mix together, but that time David left for the states, he went to the UK, and I did it, and. Richard Holbrook, they wanted a song to be putting out. And so, you know, there was a little bit rush in it, but the song became a mega hit all over the place. A lot of people will not even understand, but, you know, um, it was a hit. Yeah. You know? That's Rush right there telling us his experience. Now, the information I gather is that the song was originally produced by Mensa. Wow. Here is KK Fosu. Featuring Samini with Suje. Ajay. Suje, Suje. Joy, Joy, Suje, Suje. 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 Suje,
music of KK Fosu featuring Samini. At that time, he was what? Batman. <laughs> but DKV, he had a fine relationship with the then Batman, now Samini. And they came out with this production that was uh, done recently. A uh, song of, of DKV himself featuring Samini with Odofo Frog. And that's his production. We're enjoying songs produced by DKV. Stay on. Yeah, yeah. 
Biso, that music of David Bolton featuring Samini. Some of his bad experiences in the studio. Well, there are a lot of bad experiences when it comes to studio productions. This was what DKV had to share. Now, I want you to pay attention to this. Very, very interesting stories coming up. As for bad experiences in the studio, I mean, I guess there were, we definitely we have, we had any, but I can't, nothing really stands out as a really bad experience. I mean, there are times where I would be really tired and I just didn't feel like working on a song or maybe there was an artist that's paid for a session and you can clearly see the artist doesn't have any talent, but they're forcing you know, they, they want to be a musician by force, but, you know, as, as much as you want to tell them, man, try something else. You, you don't want to kill somebody's spirit because you never know. You never know. Um, somebody can improve over time and they can be a star. So I never want to discourage anybody, you know, in the studio, how, however bad I may feel they are at the time. This was what Rash had to say about the same bad experience. About bad experience I have in the studio, Andy. Uh-huh. The bad experience that I have in the studio, I have to record um, some artists from Cameroon. Um, they were they came in buses. They were like, you know, if you come to our house, we had about 60 people staying there, sleeping outside, and they came to record an album. So that was a bad experience because, you know, I'm not used to having a lot of people in my house, whereby we have uh, a whole coach with a lot of people from Cameroon. Can you believe that? French-speaking country. They came to do their whole choir. They came to do an album. It has to take us like a month to finish. So these people were literally living in our house, you know, living in our house. And that was really, really bad experience for me in terms of, because um, they came all the way from Cameroon. And, you know, we had to, we, we took on the job, David and myself. And then it took us like a month to record the song, produce, record, mix, master. Uh, so that was my bad experience because, you know, they don't know anything in Ghana. They were just connected to us and they came in a, in a coach, you know, from Cameroon. So, yeah, that was the bad experience I ever had, yeah, mm. in the studio. Nice one there. Right. Let's get back to the music. Now, this is very interesting, especially songs that DKB wrote and produced. This is very important to me. Check out, there's a filler coming up. As for the songs that I wrote and produced, I mean, they're, honestly, there are too many to even mention or remember, but I think the one that really stands out is uh, Obrafo's Mami track because that song is still played every single year. I mean, every, every Mother's Day, that is the song that is being played in Ghana. And it was actually a song that I had written and recorded previously. Um, I, I hadn't released it, but it was it was my song called All Through December. And Obrafo heard the beat and he loved it. He fell in love with it. He said, no, no, no. He, he begged me to give him that beat. So that song, if you actually listen to it, um, production-wise, it's not that great because it was... Well, what I actually do had to do is I had to sample just a small four or eight bar loop where I was not singing on the original track because I didn't have the original multi-tracks for that song. So we had to just loop that section. So if you listen to the Mami track very carefully, you can hear the join in the loop where it goes. I think every eight bars or so, there's a join in the loop and it's slightly off time. And I think that's even what gives the song, um, you know, some of its, its feel. And, um, you know, it's a song that anytime I hear it, I cringe because the, the production quality was not good because um, it was taken from an already mixed track that we just sampled and tried to, to mix in with his vocals. But, you know, it's, it's not always about the production. Sometimes it's about the magic of the song and the time. And Obrafo just captured it perfectly, you know, and, and it's, it's become a classic now. Over 20 years later, it's still being played every single year. Okay, folks. There you have it. Joy 99.7 FM. It's the library with Andy Dodd. I'm a man, 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 I'm a
We were working with um, Abraham Ohinijan, and um, at that time, um, I think it was called uh, Cyfex before it became OM Studios. And, um, you know, he told us that he had these two great artists. One was Obrafo, the other was Tic Tac. And, um, you know, they, they, they were very different in, in, their, in their style and delivery, but they also worked well as a team. So we um, we ended up producing both of them on on um, their their albums. Um, I think it was I think it was both their their second album, and um, you know they they did very well. And then we also did the Ash Foam uh, commercial with them as well, which uh, became you know a a, 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 a huge hit. Um, Obrafo was very very cool, calm, collected. Um, again, listen to a lot of advice. advice. Um, Tic Tac, uh, very, very energetic. It was all over the place in the studio. And, you know, he had so many ideas at once. So it was it was a challenge just to get him to, you know, get all the ideas down in a focused way. But I think we managed to, you know, to, to do a good job at the end of the day with both of them. Okay. Now, check this out. This is the remix of the same song, man. I'm <laughs> 
Time very young dude who had featured for Achiame and blown and shot into the spotlight straight away. Yogi Dogi also worked with DKB and another beautiful track right here a song that featured Obrafo with Jai Manka, another DKB production. Nice song, nice song. So, Bradford right there. 
being featured by Yogi Doggy. Now, Yogi Doggy, at the time, had become a powerhouse. Well, almost all the young musicians were running to him for features. Now, he came up with a song that was produced by DKB. Only found out a few days ago that the song was written by Ochiami Kofi. Here is Yogi Doggy singing Aringa. has been writing since eh? <laughs> great work but what's it with sugar daddies Aringa, Aringa, Aringa. what at all is with sugar daddies well another group sprung up known as Sian 4 and they also worked with DKB and then they came out with this jam I love this song they featured in Kase it's the library with Andy Dawson Sahari Panthers, 
Productions by DKB. Now she commits says, I think the library will most of the great songs we have enjoyed, but never knew who was behind them. And they just said, This is a great initiative by all standards. Above for library says, And they don't leave the BVs out on these eight songs. The recent songs you play, Sugar Daddy was backed by Alibaba. Well, um, that's why the library is here. Thank you very much, Real Above for. As this Nana Janice says, says there is no way I'm going to miss this segment, even in my sick bed. Shout out to Mrs. Nayram and my son Kekeli. Well, thank you. She can make comments by the says, but wait to Andy, did you ask DKB among these productions which one was his best? Because these are all top-notch hits. Yeah, Charlie. He says, Walai DKB Wate. Senior most productions in Kwan. Hey, so you never liked this song, Suje. Wow, my tune. Now, check this out. I've got some filler coming up. So I asked them, what were the tough times in the studio? Tough times. Earlier, we spoke about bad experiences. What were the tough times? Is the library. Yep. Okay. Now, this was what Fifi Rash had to say about the tough times. He's talking about I mean, tough times working with artists are really finding it very difficult. Tough times doing music sessions. I... If I... I would never say tough time because all the artists that I work with they know what they want. They are smart. They know what they want. But the only times that I have tough times are like artists who are just trying to play up among themselves. Like for instance, like VIP. You know, there's five of them. They are soldiers. So guys like that, you know, sometimes they don't come to studio as once. Sometimes Promzy will be the first person to come there. We'll be sitting with me. We'll start something. Uh, Lizzie will come after two hours' time, you know, prodigal, later on, boom, later, later on, and when they come, there's going to be a fight, an argument, why are you not here by this time, you know, we're supposed to start working, man, and they turn into fights. So when it happens like that, you know what, I just tell them straight in their faces, listen, if you're going to start fighting here, you better take it outside, so I just walk them out. But it's fun, they were like family, because we're all like one people, we work together, we eat in the same plate, you know, we we really, really kind of like, you know, um, uh, sit down and have a laugh, you know, like, you know, there was nothing like, you know, but musically, they know what they want, you know, musically, everything smooth, because, you know, when you are together, you're working with them, you know how talented they are and stuff like that, you know, so for me, only tough time I find was with VIP, apart from that, you know, I'm a professional, I know what I do. So before we start a project, we have to go through like a pre, you know, we do a pre-recording, um, you know, uh, meetings before we start the whole project. We know what we want, we know how many songs we want to record, and we talked about it before we hit the studio, you know. So um, the only tough time I had is, is VIP, you know, some of, some of them come late, some of them come in, and they, they, they fight among themselves, but it's cool. At the end of the day, you know, we're able to get the best out of them because they know what they want, you know. So tough time, not really. If I can say. Hmm. I see. That was Fifi Rash. Now let's hear what DKB, well, David Bolton also had to say. Maybe there were other artists or different artists that gave them tough times. Or is it the same VIP? As for the toughest artists that always gave us a tough time, it's definitely VIP. Ah. Uh, VIP there, it was it was a real struggle to get to get the music out because I'd say 75% of the time was fighting. 25% of the time was was actually recording, you know, because it, we and it, it ended up taking us so long to finish the the album. And I think even halfway 
through the album. There was a major fight and then Friction left the band. And then somewhere along the line, Bone also left, uh, went to France and we never heard from him again. So that, that album, we, we lost two band members, but it also ended up, I think, being um, one of their biggest albums. You know, the, the, the songs on there were, were, you know, really well produced. I think we had the best sound at that time in terms of our equipment. Um, and, you know, it, 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 again, it's one of those songs that today, if you play it, almost everybody knows it. That's right. Speaking of that sound, and VIP working with DKB, the song DKB produced for VIP. Before that, they had already done, they had already done the Lumbe Lumbe album. And in fact, that song particularly. But this was the jail. DKB, man. That's right. So in 2001, VIP worked with DKB. DKB production. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.